You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. You're listening to The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. I'm Mo Brady. This is a rough one, guys. The Broadway adaptation of Disney's Frozen announced that it will not be reopening after the pandemic, um, which means it took its final bow on March 11th and ran for 26 previews and 825 regular performances. Somehow, this one feels sadder than the other closings. Personally, I just wasn't expecting a long-running show, especially a, a Disney on Broadway show to be one of the first to close. And it really makes me feel like anything could happen. That being said, I did want to take a moment to um, honor and celebrate the wonderful cast of Frozen and all of the conversations that we've shared with them through their run on Broadway. In this episode, you'll hear some of my favorite moments of conversations about Frozen. First from Aisha Jackson, who was the original standby for Anna. Then from Stephen Aremis, the show's music supervisor followed by Ann Sanders, who originated the role of Queen Aduna on Broadway, and Tracy Beezer, who was an original company member of Frozen. Enjoy. The roles that I see myself myself in, I, I ask to go in for. And sometimes roles that I don't see myself in are offered to me or I'm asked to be seen for them. And I'm like, oh. They want to see me for that? Okay. That was the case with Anna, correct? Um, That was funny. I went in for Elsa first. (laughs) Um, And that was the case when when my agent called me and was like, hey, they're seeing, they want to see you for Elsa. And I was like, huh? And he's (laughs) like, yeah. And it wasn't like, I know I can sing Elsa. I know that I can, I could possibly play that role. But immediately my thought was they want to see a person of color for Elsa. Like, are they actually going to, because I do know oftentimes, like, There are equity rules. You have to see all ethnicities and things for these roles. And so they do call us into the room sometimes. That doesn't always mean that you're you're ready to take that leap and be like, yes, we want a person of color to be the leading lady in our show. As a Disney character, as a Disney princess, like there's a lot of layers of audience expectation of what characters in Frozen look and sound like. Yeah. So I I was surprised. That's how it should be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Because these are fictional characters. So yeah, I went in for Elsa and then they told me that I was too young and bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, but I'm an older sister. I have a little sister. But they want to see you as Anna. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's do it. Like she, she's a leading lady. She goes on a journey. She falls in love. She's, I was like, sure, let's do it. And so I went in for it. And even in that process, I had um, someone in casting sit me down and be like, we're looking at you. Bring yourself into the room. Have fun. Make it yours. We're not just seeing people of color to, to check that box off. We are looking at you. We are considering you highly for this role. And I was like, okay, thank you. Thank you for saying yeah. that. For something like Frozen, how much of that original company did you had you worked with before? Were you familiar with versus someone who's completely new as part of the audition process? 
I think there were a lot of, uh, I mean, there were a lot of people that had Broadway credits. Um, there were there were some that did not, um, and there were some, you know, even some principals that did not have Broadway credits. You're asking the wrong person because I've been around <laughs> a while, so I know a lot of these people. Even if I haven't worked with them, I've seen them in auditions and whatnot. So there's there's a lot of people that I've seen, you know, or that have been in a, a later company of one of the shows that I've worked on, and I visited a tour and and, and been there. Uh, there's certainly a, a fair amount of ensemble members that you know, had either worked with the choreographer before or choreographer, the director or would work with me before, or like, you know, people that were a known quantity that got in the room and continued to, you know, to, to be the right fit for what we were putting together for sure. Disney has always been champions of this. I remember going through the whole audition process for Frozen and very often in the waiting rooms, you might guess, oh, who's reading for what role? And throughout that process, I never could figure out who was auditioning for what. They were completely open to all the possibilities. Later, when the king and queen became this interracial couple, I just love that one of the first images that our audience members get to see in Frozen is this completely diverse family, this king and queen trusted, loved by their community, and all of them are sharing in the love of the children. It really makes me happy that they kept themselves open to the possibilities and that it shook down that way. As actors, I feel like we need to recognize that we have power in speaking up and sharing vulnerable stories and things that connect us to the characters. And then if we're not right for something or if we're unable to do it, to go ahead and recommend somebody else, share in that information. And then for other people in power to actively seek out and welcome contributions from everybody. Because it is getting better, but my hope is that we can make history right now by now making it an assumption for our younger generations that these opportunities are real. Let's talk about creating new Broadway shows. Each of many of those shows have been based on previous IP, but your roles may have not been in the original intellectual property, right? How are you inspired by something like Ghost or Frozen when you're not playing Whoopi Goldberg or <laughs> um, or Elsa? Or Elsa. Yeah. Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I think my cast is very inspirational. I think we like to play. I have always had the attitude that even though I'm in the ensemble, I'm very important to the show. And so I find ways of, I'm notorious for this, like if there is a silent moment, I will fill it. <laughs> I have given myself lines that are in the show right now. <laughs> Um, so it's just making sure that you realize how important you are and that you're not just in the, the background and that you are telling a story, have your story and make it clear and just creating. Over at Frozen, I had a fan who made me a doll. Mm -hmm. Beautiful doll. 
chocolate little princess and it's a little Anna. And when I would go on, I would see young girls with the Anna doll. And of course, the doll that we have at the um, merch is a white doll because that's the character from the movie. That's like Patty and Casey are. And so but when I went on, I'm like, well, I want them to be able to have a little <laughs> Anna that looks like them, you know. Yeah. And growing up, my mother made sure we had dolls and toys that looked like this so that we we were like, oh, we are beautiful, too. We see ourselves represented in this way. And so I reached out to the fan and I asked her to make some dolls. And so she made a bunch of them. And when I'm on and I see a young lady who looks like me, I give them that doll. I'm like, this is the Anna that you saw. And this Anna also looks like you. And I want you to be able to take this little nugget home and like feel seen and represent it. And so that's something that I did. And to me, that is a way to be the change that I wish to see. How do they respond? Do they oh my have- God. The first person I gave it to this first, oh, her eyes got so big. She, I was just like, do you want this doll? And she was like, oh, yeah. Like, my heart burst into a million pieces and I was like okay here you go you can have it and she was just so happy to take home a little piece of something that looked like the Anna she saw but also looked like her special thanks to Tracy Beezer Aisha Jackson Stephen Aremus and Ann Sanders for allowing us to reshare their stories today the Ensemblist was produced today by Jackson Klein and me Mo Brady there are two great ways you can be helping The Ensemblist right now. One is by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and the other one is by becoming a Patreon member, which you can do at patreon.com slash The Ensemblist. Please follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that be on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or at Broadway Podcast Network. You can find us there at bpn.fm slash The Ensemblist. And make sure you're following us on Instagram. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.